Welcome to the Conversations That Matter podcast. My name is John Harris. For those who uh, normally watch or listen, you can tell that I'm not in my normal environment with my normal equipment that I usually use. Uh, Still, that's because I'm in transition. And on a personal note, for those who care about that kind of thing, uh, I'll just let you know, uh, my wife and I are moving into a home we haven't been in in four years. And there's some renovations and some repairs that need to happen. And and that'll probably take between two and four weeks for me to to be able to accomplish all this. Uh, While working on a number of other things, um, some of which I haven't even talked about, we uh, Last Stand Studios is uh, working on, and I'm actually working on this week, a, um, a documentary I haven't talked about, and I can't really say any much about it at this point, but it's it's got a lot of potential, more than anything else we probably have worked on or are working on, uh, and uh, very excited about it. Um, also, though, we're working on the regular stuff, uh, what I have mentioned, the Monument documentary, um, got some progress done within the last two weeks on that. Uh, there's another evangelistic uh, documentary, um, a short documentary that we're going to be putting out before the end of the year. I haven't asked for funding, uh, extra funding for that at all, but uh, but it's a great story and it, it should be fairly short. We shot that um, within the last, I guess it was two weeks ago, and uh, and so there's that. And then also you can pray for this if uh, if it comes to your mind, but. Um, the Discerning Christians website um, needs a little work, and, uh, and it really it needs to be an app, and I've known that for a while, and I've, um, I've, I've tried to pull some strings that I, I don't talk about it on the podcast, but uh, let's just say I have approached people that, that have um, the resources and the ability uh, probably to do this, and um, w- what I've really found out today, I had a phone call today about it, is it's going to probably cost a lot if I want to do that. And, um, and so th- there's some options I'm looking at. I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen in the next two weeks. I'll probably know more. Um, but there's, uh, but, but we've been the, the individual who's been developing that and, and myself, as I announce the new developments and, uh, try to get, uh, to drive traffic and to drive, um, donations, uh, his way. Um, he's been kind of built, building this as he has time on the side as, um, kind of a labor of love, really. And um, we want to bring it to the next level because I'm just convinced it's really important now more than ever uh, to connect not only congregants, uh, church members with pastors and churches, but also potential pastors, uh, prospective pastors with churches and churches that need a pastor with um, with one. So um, anyway, that that's another thing that's going on. And. Um, and, and then uh, by way of transition to the topic today that I'd like to talk about, which I believe is very important, uh, I was at a, I guess you could call it a public, um, <laughs> a public protest, I guess, for lack of a better term. It's not, um, I don't like using that word sometimes just because, uh, and it is, it is, they're protesting. There's really nothing wrong with the word, but so often um, when I use the word uh, talking about the social justice movement, I'm talking about some really aggressive revolutionary uh, activities, and um, and this wasn't that. In fact, this would be um, trying to prevent a revolutionary activity from taking place. And what I'm referring to, um, I have to be very careful uh, because of uh, the platforms that I'm still avail- that I'm still able to use for some reason. Um, I'm, I'm just going to call it, and everyone knows what I'm talking about, I'm sure, but I'm, I'm probably just going to call it uh, the the treatment for a particular um, uh, ailment that uh, is out there right now. Read between the lines, you know what I'm talking about. And uh, and I'll probably slip up and mention 
what the ailment is and what the treatment is somewhere along the way, and we'll see what happens. But I'm trying my best uh, to navigate this without triggering um, some of the uh, algorithms that could be triggered uh, when uh, voice recognition software combs through this video and this audio. So, um, as you know, there is uh, <laughs> a, a uh, not-so-secret uh, ailment affecting many people, including possibly yourself, if you're listening, or someone you love at this very moment, perhaps. And um, the treatment that is uh, prescribed for this, uh, the prevailing, I would say, the um, establishment treatment, established treatment, um, has some issues with it. And, um, and I, I, this isn't something I've really wanted to delve into uh, so much. Um, I've, I've made my mind known here or there, but there's a few things this week that have convinced me I need to delve into it, and I'm going to delve into it. It's, uh, it's going to be um, not, hopefully not something that I focus on for a long period of time. Um, I'm hoping to uh, put out, you know, a handful of episodes on this, and I'm going to probably go a little deeper each time uh, or share a different facet or something. But um, I, I'm convinced if I love people and I have a platform and I care about this audience and things are really the way that over the last few days that I've realized they are, that I think I have a responsibility to say something. And, um, and so I, um, in a previous episode, I let you all know my why I was making the personal decision I was making to not receive uh, this treatment and uh, to go a different route if I um, succumb to the, this ailment once again, which I, I've already had it, I'm pretty sure. So um, I don't think uh, I'll, I'll have much of a problem. I'm in a demographic that doesn't seem to um, have a, a big problem with it normally. Uh, I don't have a pre-existing condition that uh, would merit uh, a lot of concern. But... Um, but, but I'm concerned um, for, for what I'm seeing. And, I, and I'll start uh, with this. Um, I wrote down a few thoughts. Um, I want to say this up front. Uh, people who have received this treatment, uh, they are not, I, the, you, and, and many of you are listening who have received uh, the jab, the shot, right? The treatment I'm talking about. You're not stupid. And I don't think you are, and I want to make that clear from the beginning, because I, I, what, I think one of the problems is, um, and I had a relative uh, talk to me about this recently when I was in California, uh, there, there is an attitude among some, I'm not saying it's everyone at all, I'm not broad brushing, but there are some people, they see the threat coming uh, from the medical industry and or pharmaceutical companies, etc., and they tend to uh, vilify anyone who would go along um, and, and view them as a lemming, view them as uh, incredibly foolish. And uh, there are circumstances in which people who receive this are being foolish. But what I, what I want to say is that under normal circumstances, up until very recently, we could all trust our doctors, or at least we thought so, in general. Uh, we could trust um, or at least many of us thought at least, some of you were, were ahead of the curve in some ways, but many of us thought we could really trust the FDA. We could trust um, that the um, various institutes for public health had our best interests in mind and that there, there was nothing wrong with not investigating it thoroughly uh, if, if there was an issue because we trusted others to do the investigation for us. And, uh, and that made sense. Uh, it, it's, um, 
it, what, what's happened in the last two years especially is there's been a, a great really sudden and drastic um, revelation uh, that most of the institutions that we have trusted we can't trust any longer and that's been hard and it's been fast and not everyone is keeping track at the same pace and so I wanted to say up front that if you're someone who received this treatment I'm not I'm not against you I'm not um, I don't I'm not demeaning you with what I'm about to share which is more details on why I personally would not and probably never would receive this treatment but um, I, I want to say that I acknowledge why it made sense probably in many of your minds at the time and why I, I don't demean you at all for it alright so I think though it is important now <laughs> now that we're starting to see and I'm going to show you more uh, in this particular podcast why we we're starting to see institutions that we once trusted not be entirely honest with us it's important to um, do more homework um, and I know we don't want to do that but we need to we need to do our homework we need to take things with a grain of salt and we and let me show you actually some verses on this uh, that I wanted to share um, so this is this is the first one uh, the importance of seeking wisdom I, I heard this in church on Sunday uh, Proverbs eight seventeen says I love those who love me and those who diligently seek me will find me and the word there uh, shamar for to, to seek means to look diligently for to look diligently for and th this is about wisdom looking for wisdom diligently seeking it and it, it just hit me as th this is what we need to be doing this is uh, in, in this particular application that I'm about to talk about today we need to be seeking wisdom and we need to be um, not just trusting what an authority tells us we need to be at least looking into it somewhat so we we know both sides of the issue. And um, another proverb I'll read for you, Proverbs 2, verses 1 through 5, says, My son, if you will receive my words, treasure my commandments within you, make your ear attentive to wisdom, incline your ear to understanding, and if you cry out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and discover the knowledge of God. The point of me reading this is that wisdom and it's different than knowledge right wisdom is like a applied knowledge it takes work and, and knowledge is required for it but um, understanding the principles by which to apply knowledge is really where wisdom is at and there's some there there's some things I think that we should um, we could should take into account and especially as Christians one of the things uh, that we need to understand is human nature humans if, if we really believe that humans are sinful and um, without checks and balances against that sin, they're going to uh, reveal that sin, and they're they're going to do evil things. They're going to exploit others for their own gain. It shouldn't come as a surprise that even those who are authorities in a particular field and might know better or should know better will willfully be ignorant. We've seen. Look, for those who listen to this podcast, you know, all the people that you thought they know the Bible. How can they not see that the social justice movement is a threat? Well, it, it, it's very simple. Men are selfish. And um, there's various motivations. But look, one of the main ones is that men are selfish and what they are paid not to know, they will conveniently not know. When your job depends on not knowing something, on looking the other way as false teaching is being taught, then you might look the other way in self-interest. This is human nature. And we need to understand that. Um, and so 
Um, on that note, I want to share for you a story from this past Sunday before I get into everything. Uh, I was um, at a, a church, and someone came who uh, is in charge. I won't say where, but they're in charge of multiple school districts, thousands of children. And they have to approve uh, the treatment that we're referring to in this uh, particular video for children ages 2 to 11. They've already approved it for adults, but now they have to prove it for children. And this person's a medical doctor and didn't think really anything of it, but started to realize when he prescribed certain, um, shall we say, alternatives, treatments that he thought would work, uh, he was he was told by his supervisor's supervisor that they can't do that. And he said, this, this is not normal. Uh, there's, there's a great fear of being sued, and there's great political pressure being brought to bear on anyone who would buck the system. And he knows if he does not approve this particular treatment, he will have the media all over him. And this is a doctor, and some of the basic things that I talked about in uh, the video from yesterday, he just was unaware of. He's starting to figure them out. And I realize this is a very smart man, but all he really has knowledge of is are those who are in his office. And he told me one of, uh, he said that uh, Pfizer, uh, that particular treatment, um, it, it really has no effect uh, in his mind, hardly any effect on the ailment that is affecting everyone. So I want to, um, I want to acknowledge that there's people out there that may have many letters behind their name, but they perhaps willfully or perhaps just because it's not directly in front of them, they haven't thought through this. They've been, they've been relying on the expertise of others. And so you have a whole entire, uh, you can have a whole entire field or industry that um, one person's relying on someone else who's relying on someone else who's relying on someone else who, and, 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 it's, and it's in a top-down authoritative uh, structure of some kind. And, and that's what we're seeing. And we need to step outside of that. We need to think for ourselves. We need to apply wisdom. We need wisdom very badly. And we need to fight against that human nature that would say, go with the flow, don't stand out, because if you do, it could ruin your reputation or your career. That we, we have to fight against that because uh, there are eternal, there, there is truth, there's eternal truth. Um, there's the fact that um, we're going to be judged for our actions in this life, but just the basic care and love we should have for people that we have under our authority they need to be informed. They need to know. Uh, we need to use our resources and our platform to do good. And, and, and for those who know the right thing to do and they don't do it, to them it is sin. And so um, some are afraid of having knowledge that could be negative about this treatment. But I, I, I ask you, who should you be afraid of more, God or man? And, and men uh, that have power over your job, they think they do. And they may. Uh, but it's a temporary life, and ultimately God has all the authority, and it's better to follow him. So um, I would encourage you, stand firm. Don't, don't give in. Be, you know, play, play the man. Uh, if, if you're in the medical industry, if you're a man or a woman, uh, do the right thing. Uh, take a firm stand for truth. Um, so th this is part of the reason. All of this goes into why I'm about to share some of the reasons, and these, these are personal reasons, uh, as I shared in my last podcast on this, for why I have decided not to take the shot. And um, I want to give you further details on some of what I've been looking at. And um, uh, I've, I, I think I've already headed off at the past some of the objections. So you can go look at the video I put out yesterday where I talk about some of the objections people might have to me even speaking about this. 
Um, some of you might not like this, but look, I'm, I'm only going to hopefully put out a few episodes on this. I don't want to focus on this too much. But uh, what's happening right now in New York State, um, you can't even have a religious exemption if you're in the healthcare field. Uh, and it will probably spread to other fields. People are, are just waiting for it. Teachers are waiting for it. Um, this, this is the way in which tyranny is being, um, ty tyranny is being applied. And I, I perceive it will only get worse. And so I need to focus on this. I need to, before this comes to the other states uh, and other industries, I, I want to start this discussion, uh, start educating on, on some of the information that's out there that you may not know. Uh, in fact, if you use Google, you're not going to find most of it. I use DuckDuckGo um, for some of, uh, the, some of, some of the, the information that I was looking for, and that's what I would encourage you to use. Um, also, the uh, info section has a number of links, and uh, it's not exhaustive, but it's, it's at least to get the ball rolling. I don't want to overwhelm with too much information. Um, I want to also stick to what I know. And so I'm just going to give you what I know, and, uh, and, and there will be more coming out, though, I think later in the week and uh, possibly next week on this. I'm already talking to some people that uh, I'd like to weigh in on this who, who have done more study uh, than I have. So, um, uh, so, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to do some of this. Um, it's not going to stop the other stuff, the social justice and evangelicalism stuff. I think this is related, but uh, we're also going to be talking about that as well. So I'm not ditching that just for those who um, like the regularly... Uh, the regular discussions that uh, and conversations and um, monologues about that. So I'm not leaving that, just so you know. All right, so let's let's uh, start in on some of this. Uh, I want to start in on uh, this particular um, slide. Uh, it's from Trial Site News. Um, the uh, the ailments. Uh, uh, tr trying to think how to say this. The, the treatment that is uh, normally prescribed for the ailment is 98 times more deadly than flu vaccines, according to VAERS reports. Um, this, I, I've, I've listened to some things, uh, some um, doctors uh, talk about some of this, and there was an, I couldn't find it, but there was another uh, vaccine that uh, this was being compared to, and it, similar, similar stuff. Um, this is off the charts more dangerous than many of the commonly used uh, vaccines out there. And so um, that's not a small thing. There, there's heavy risks, and we're not really hearing about them. And if you go to uh, the VAERS COVID vaccine data, and you can go online and, and just this is very easy to find, and even Google will, will come up with this. Um, you can see 13,627 deaths, 55,821 hospitalizations, 74,368 urgent care visits, 100,966 office, office visits, and then it goes on and on. It's, it's got, you know, many metrics here to look at. Heart attacks, miscarriages, all the, the top things that are reported that are associated somehow with this. Now, these numbers are not, this isn't uh, exhaustive. Um, in fact, in 2010, the Department of Health and Human Services reported that uh, one percent of the adverse effects uh, associated with vaccines are actually reported. If that's true, if this is if this holds true, 
that would mean, and this is obviously just an estimate, but that would mean that you could have approximately 1,362,700 deaths already that have happened as a result of uh, the treatment. And um, this is off the charts. Like, this is, this is, like, why is this not front page news uh, on, on the news websites and uh, broadcasts? So I think it's important at least know that, that, that there's some, that there are being reported some very, um, very not so good things. Other known adverse effects, uh, New England Journal of Medicine, August 25th, 2021. This treatment was associated, the, the conventional treatment being used at this point, uh, with an excess risk of myocarditis, uh, one to five events per 100,000 persons. The risk of this potentially serious adverse event and of many other serious adverse events was substantially increased after uh, the infection. Um, you have uh, the Jaman Network, or JMA, uh, J-A-M-A Network, uh, March 8th, 2021. Severe reactions consistent with anaphylaxis occurred at a rate of 2.47 per, per 10,000 uh, treatments. Um, this is... Uh, like anaphylactic shock, you know, this kind of reaction. And then you have um, basically blood clotting that led to hospital admissions or death were observed for short time intervals after first doses of um, different, uh, uh, the treatment and, and a particular uh, company, um, I guess two companies, particular two companies uh, that uh, are administering uh, this treatment. Uh, the risks of most of these events were substantially higher and more prolonged after the infection uh, than after the treatment in the same population. So um, what I've seen uh, with this last piece of information, a lot of um, outlets are saying, hey, if you get the this uh, virus, then you are going to have a worse, you have more of a chance of blood clotting than if you get uh, this the, the shot. And the thing is, though, and this is what I think a lot of them are missing, is the um, the concern is that if you get the shot, it won't go away. It's it's that you um, it will be in your body this this risk of blood clotting for the rest of your life, and um, and that's certainly true for uh, even people I personally know who uh, in the medical field, who uh, one of them in particular regrets getting this uh, particular treatment and um, may very likely be on blood thinners uh, rest of that person's life. And, um, and that's, that's the issue. The, the virus um, you can get rid of, but this particular, the mRNA technology and the way it works, which I'm not gonna go um, over in this video, I, I do plan on, on going over that uh, with someone who can explain it better than me. But uh, the way I understand it, it actually can stay in your system uh, for uh, the, unforeseeable future for the foreseeable future rather so um so th these are some other known and this is just i'm trying to stick to the known adverse effects so the things that we have some independent or some so even small just studies for uh that um and, and it, there's it's hard to get research for some of the, the the bigger studies that should be out there right now but the the information that is coming out um these are some of the things we know there's other things that are being reported that there's really just not a lot of studies yet that at least I'm aware of. But, but these are things that, that I can point to and say, we, we know that there's uh, some issue here. Uh, other considerations. Um, there's a question about graphene oxide. 
being possibly present. And if you go online and you look this up, there's going to be all these fact-checked, you know, quote-unquote fact-checked websites saying that's that that's a myth. Um, but I, I put there's a link in the info section. You could go check it out and decide for yourself uh, whether or not. Like I said, do your own research. But um, I'm I'm leaning towards. It looks like there's some evidence that indicates that this may be in uh, the, the these treatments and. Um, if that's true, this is a, a poisonous material. This could be very, um, this this could be damaging to the human body. Um, there's also whistleblowers out there like Robert Malone, who helped create the mRNA technology used. Michael uh, Yeadon, former vice president of Pfizer. Uh, Karen Kingston, former Pfizer employee. Byron Bridal, um, a viral immunologist who was actually given a grant to study these treatments came to the conclusion that this was really bad. Uh, and they're all speaking out despite great personal risks to their careers. And you can go look up any one of those names and you'll find information. Um, there's also the, the fact that these are untested treatments. You have uh, the, tr so if, if they were safe, you know, if it was uh, something safe that we knew was safe and we just didn't know if it worked, but it could work, you know, it's safe. But the, this is something new, this mRNA technology and, and, the trials for um, Moderna will be completed October 27th, 2022. Trials for Pfizer on January 31st, 2023. So they haven't even completed their trials yet. Uh, th this is very premature stuff. Um, and that should give everyone some pause. Also, just fun fact, uh, if you go to the Department of Justice website, the um, Pfizer back in 2009 uh, was part of the largest healthcare fraud settlement in, in, in history. 2.3 billion dollars for fraudulent marketing. That's I'm not kidding you. Uh, this is the company that just got FDA approval. So you, take that all into account. These are these are just things that I'm thinking through as I'm as I need to make my decision. I've really made it already. But these are these are things that we're not hearing, and I think they need to be put into whatever calculation that you're making uh, for the sake of wisdom. Um. So uh, there's also the fact that they, they, there seems to be some relative, um, they, now the information's spotty on this, I'm just going to be honest with you, but there are things that are coming out that show at least some of these, for instance, the, the Pfizer vaccine, uh, seems to be pretty ineffective. Uh, Public Health England, uh, this is government agency, August 6, 2021, on page 19, their report shows more cases of the uh, Delta variant deaths among those who received shots. Um, and I'll read for you. Uh, there's a total of 742 Delta cases. Um, and then for those uh, who had the a dose of the, the first dose of the Pfizer shot, uh, there's uh, 69. Um, I guess that's actually, that must be 79. Uh, and then you have 402 people that received both doses and then for those who are never received either dose, uh, haven't had this treatment, 253 people. So in other words, you have, uh, it looks like, 400 um, in 71 or, or 81, I guess, people approximately who have received this treatment and got the Delta variant anyway, as opposed to 253 who never received the treatment at all. That's not looking good. I mean, this is supposed to treat <laughs> this. Um, I, I mean, 
trust science much? I mean, th this is one of the things when, when you're called a science denier or something like that. Look at the data that's coming out. Who's the one who's denying science? Um, the data we have, the observable, testable, and hopefully repeatable. I mean, we don't we haven't had time yet, but what we've at least observed so far, it's not looking good. Um, Med R uh, XIV uh, posted August 25th, 2021, uh, a study. Uh, this study uh, demonstrated that natural immunity confers longer lasting and stronger protection against infection, symptomatic disease, and hospitalization caused by the Delta variant uh, compared to um, the treatment. Uh, individuals who were both previously infected uh, and given a single dose of the treatment gained additional protection against the variant. Um, and it's interesting it says single dose instead of the, the two. Because uh, if you, you look at even this uh, chart, if you received a single dose, 69. If you received two doses, 402 uh, in, in England uh, got the variant anyway. Um, I, it's, it's, it's weird. It's unusual. It's odd. But, uh, it, and it should, it should be, you'd think, the other way around, but uh, it's not. So, um, good information to think about. Uh, we also have um, safer treatments that are out there. And uh, the first one, um, hydroxy, and I won't finish the end of the word, <laughs> so the algorithms don't uh, get me. They might anyway. Uh, but that particular uh, drug, and then zinc, uh, which have been approved by the FDA for since like 1965, uh, there's a study, MedRXIV, May 31st, 2021. We found that when the cumulative doses of two drugs, uh, HCQ and um, zinc, were above a certain level, patients had a survival rate three times, or 2.9 times, other patients. That is significant. So why not go with what we know works? Why, why is that? That's not an option. Um, it's a good question. How about... Um, this one, this other one, which is being used in India, ivermectin. Uh, here's another study. This is from August, July, August, 2021, volume 28, issue four of the American Journal of Therapeutics. Uh, and it says, uh, therapeutic advances. Uh, Meta-analysis of 15 trials found that ivermectin reduced risk of death compared with no ivermectin. And then it goes through all the details. It helps. It works. Studies are showing this. And yet, um, it's forbidden in the United States. It is something, and I know it is. From I just talked to this doctor I talked to on Sunday. We talked about this, um, and um, and he, he was not allowed to uh, prescribe it. So this is the insanity uh, that we are living in right now. And this is just this is tip of the iceberg stuff. Um, there's so much more that's coming out that just uh, makes this. Um, makes me want to have extreme caution on this. And then, of course, you have the whole issue of the government imposing and mandating this. Uh, you will lose your job. You And now in New York State, if you're a healthcare worker, you don't have a religious exemption, and you can't uh, apply for unemployment if you're fired because you won't uh, succumb to the mandate. This is serious stuff. This is uh, being part of a grand experiment and being forced to be part of uh, to be part of it and the tyranny is coming from the government or from corporations now that are uh, in bed with the government or want to look good uh, for the government um, or I who knows who they're playing to but they're they're playing to corrupt industries and and at this point big companies uh, the the Amazons of the world uh, they 
it's it's hard to find the relationship between them and the government is so tight in some ways um, that it's just it's hard to even separate the two. And so we, we have a unique situation. We have a, a global fascism, really, is probably the correct term, forming right before our eyes. And this is one of the things. Um, look up if you're curious about this. I just heard about this the other day. How many millionaires uh, or billionaires? I think it was. No, it was, I think I think it was billionaires. Um, uh, were formed in just in the last year because of reactions to uh, the the uh, shutdowns and the this uh, the ailment as we will call it. So um, th these are just some of my thoughts on this. Why I'm deciding I'm really justifying myself here. Why I want to speak out a little bit more about this, and why I'm concerned, and why um, I've decided to share some of this information, though it's not normally what I talk about. But uh, there, there is more coming later this week, and um, I'm, I'm also going to share some more stuff unrelated to this particular issue, but, uh, but this is important enough for me to share. So I appreciate, for those who, who didn't want me to share this, thank you for bearing with me. For those who, uh, who do uh, want me to share some of this stuff, um, you can uh, put a like on there, maybe leave a comment, uh, and uh, drive the algorithm up so we can get this information out. I'm trying to do this in the best way possible to try to dodge as best I can the algorithms and, uh, and get the truth out there. So uh, God bless you all and uh, make wise decisions, do your homework. And, and look, if you've, already, if you've already gotten this, then you, you can't go change the past, but, but you can change the future. Uh, you can make decisions from now forward and uh, make healthy decisions. You may want to consider something like you know, if you're concerned about blood clots, you know, take take a um, baby aspirin or something every day. I mean, there's there's things you can do, but uh, we will we'll get into more of that uh, probably later in the week and next week, um, and uh, and you can look forward to that if, if this is something you want to hear more of. Uh, so again, God bless. Thanks for listening, and uh, and uh, keep on um, living for Christ, uh, seeking the truth, and uh, doing the right thing for your family, yourself, and those close to you. Bye now. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.